please won't someone tell me I'm okay. Hi everyone, welcome to Tell Me I'm Okay, where we do deep dives into complex topics like climate change or nuclear war with the best experts. But every once in a while, we have a smaller fear that leads to just as much confusion. While we're working on bringing you those big episodes, we're going to take a short dive into something we call Tiny Terrors. Tiny Terror. Tiny Terror. Tiny Terror. On this episode, we got friend of the pod, super hottie, comedian and improviser, Vinny Tangerlini, everybody. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you can't see my face so that people can judge if I'm super hottie or not. <laughs> I can redo it if you want. No, it's great. It's very funny. <laughs> it's just the first thing I thought of when I looked into your sweet, sweet eyes. Super hottie. Super hottie, baby. <laughs> You've seen hotties before, but now see a hottie in a cape. He's a super hottie. I'm oddly enough wearing a cape. (laughs) Okay, Vinny. So we're here to talk to our producer, Mervin, about something that I'm both afraid of and curious about. Mm. Mushrooms. Oh. Not the food kind. The drug kind. Yeah, I figured. I figured. But if you were afraid and curious about regular old mushrooms, I would I would be here for it. I would still do the episode, but I would be much more confused. Well, because then you'd be like, what's wrong with portobellos, baby? Yeah. A little shiitake? At the present moment, I have nothing bad to say about mushrooms besides that I, I once heard that they live under the earth and they have a long a large system and they're all from the same mushroom. It's a long story. I listened to a podcast about it once. <laughs> Was it your own? <laughs> no, no, but like they're like all in like a layer. Like the mushrooms are like a part of the like, it's like a whole thing. I don't know. I don't think I could keep this in because it doesn't make any sense what I'm saying. I don't know. But... There's a radio lab about it though. Okay. Um. So we're going to ask Mervin about the drug kind of mushrooms and all of the scary fears that we have about them because I want, I'm interested, but also I'm terrified. Yeah. Don't want to die. I, I, I don't want to die, but I do want to I do want to touch the sky, you know? <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's bring on Mervin. Hey, Mervin. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Andra. Yo, yo. OK, Mervin, uh, talk to me about the drug that I want to take and I'm scared to take. So uh, just generally speaking, I, I, I went looking around to see what. What's the hype around mushrooms? What's the downside? And I even spoke to a pharmacist. Ooh. But before we get to all of that, I want to make sure that everybody understands, including you, that I'm not giving you medical advice and neither is the pharmacist that I spoke to. This is just some information that may be a beginning to helping you understand what the risks and possible benefits are of psilocybin. You will have to gamble with your own chemistry yourself. Yay. Okay. Nice. Okay. So before we start that, mushrooms that we're th- talking about specifically is something called psilocybin. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, because this, this was hard for me, do you know how to spell psilocybin? P-S-Y-C-I-L-O-B-I-N. Maybe two L's in there. Did I do anything? I don't know if I just spelled <laughs> yeah. like Q-R-P-L-X. <laughs> I'm not sure. That was, the, I'm not, that didn't feel right. <laughs> it's not right. But I, you did get the B-I-N, which is good for you. Uh, it's P S I L O C Y B I N C Y. Very weird. I want a spelling bee in third grade, but not for illicit drugs. <laughs> that would have been cool if they'd done that. Yeah, that would have been rad. Fuck yeah. So let's talk about the good news. There's been quite a bit of study 
uh, in places like uh, New York University, mm -hmm. UCLA, uh, Imperial College in London, and uh, John Ho Johns Hopkins. That shows that with small groups, they've tested small groups, but they're very rigorous studies that show that there are studies that show that a single trip on psilocybin can relieve something called existential distress in people like cancer patients. They can also break addictions to cigarettes, alcohol, and cocaine, and help people with depression, even break them out of depression. So that's that's the hype. Yeah, because uh, I think that existential distress is something that a lot of us have experienced in the past <laughs> couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure they've done it yet for like COVID stuff, but yes, yeah. I agree. But conceptually, I think I relate to the concept of existential distress. <laughs> yeah. And and the other thing is, which I found fascinating, is there is no, apparently, no known lethal dose of psilocybin. Oh. Like, nobody's, like, unlike heroin, yeah. unlike cocaine, there has been no recorded uh, instance of somebody ODing to death from mushrooms. That's crazy. That's so you that can... also really makes me wonder how much somebody ate before. <laughs> You, so you're saying you can OD, but not to fatality. I'm not sure. I mean, I, isn't, I don't know. I don't know what OD, I, I, I did not look into the definition of overdose. Okay. Overdose, yeah. Okay. You can, you can have a bad experience for sure. That right. could be yes. very bad for you and very uncomfortable, but nobody that we know of has died yes. from taking large quantities of this thing. Directly. Directly. Now, here's the bad news. Right. One of the side effects of psilocybin is you become more reckless. Mm. Uh, so that mm. can kill you. You become more deadly. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. To yourself. To yourself okay. and probably others if yeah. you're like driving a car or something. Don't drive. Yeah. But the chemical reaction itself doesn't have any evidence of it, the chemical reaction in your body killing you. Okay. The other thing is it can definitely have, you can have terrifying experiences, which, you know, those are the bad trips. Yeah. Uh, and, and, for certain people, it can set off a psychotic break okay. if you have a history of mental illness. So these studies, well, when they're do, done, baby. Usually, usually screen people out for like particular things yeah. like history of schizophrenia or that kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. On top of that, uh, there's always a chance that psilocybin will interact with a drug that you are currently taking, depending if you are on other medication. Okay. So that's the good. That's the bad. I went to ask the pharmacist. I was like, well... What, how should I think about this? Yeah. And when I spoke to them, they said that, you know, in tiny doses from a known strain, if you know the mushroom, if you know the cultivator, it's probably safe if you want the effects and are willing to deal with the consequences mm. of something negatively going wrong. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because again, you're gambling with your own chemistry. Yeah. And there's no total way to know how you yourself are going to react in it, what circumstances you take it in. Uh, but generally speaking, it's probably relatively safe, again, with those caveats. And again, this is not medical advice. This is just a discussion about how this stuff might Yeah. Uh, it's not like weed. It's not grown like weed. It's not cultivated like weed. It's not consistent conditions like weed. Uh, it's really hard to know what you're getting with psilocybin. Mm. So that's part of the issue, particularly because it's a, it's a controlled substance. So 
you're not probably going to be getting it at a place where they're like regulating the dosage and the concentration and what kind of effects it can have. Because even weed, we actually have more of an understanding of how that works. Yeah, because then it can control its potency depending on what form you take it in. Yeah, you can get an idea based on looking at like the milligrams. Nobody's going to tell you like the milligrams of psilocybin probably and whatever. And they might be wrong even if they do. Mm. Yeah. Like, again, in contrast to weed, it can make you feel par- like there's good stuff that happens with you, but it can make you feel paranoid, yeah. relaxed, sleepy, creative. It all has these things that all come together. And that's with something that we we know the source and understand its content. Yeah. When you're talking about hallucinogens generally and mushrooms in particular, uh, it's usually not created in the lab. So you are taking a risk of something that may alter your brain chemistry and the way you perceive reality. Perhaps permanently. There's just yeah. no way to know for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you're, you really have to trust the seller and then the person who's cultivated and gave it to the seller and then the person who's basically going to act as your babysitter, which is if you're going to do it, you probably should have somebody who is not also on psilocybin yes. to like walk you through the process, make sure you don't help you if you freak out, that kind of thing. Uh, so I think the bottom line is that if you do it with intention, and really understand the risks, stay to the low dose, go through all that process, it you know, the, probably will be okay. But again, you don't you know. You don't know, right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of things in life, you don't know, but it does seem like it's like, if you can get the, the if you can get a strong sense of joy in another way, uh, that might be a better way to go. <laughs> now, with that in mind, there are, alternatives like smelling we're not a talking dog like no we're talking like drug alternatives oh, <laughs> so <laughs> mushrooms we're on the still on the cutting edge of what they can actually do okay. and what is possible what the risks are uh, and and that there's not a lot of again control of what goes into them or not but with things like ketamine we have a better understanding oh yeah because i've heard about people doing ketamine and i've looked into it before for depression right like mm-hmm yeah, so it, it's not fungus derived. It's used more widely as a muscle relaxant for animals. Okay, uh, but it has more studies on it. There's more studies on depression. Its effects on depression and anxiety. It is not a hallucinogen, but it is another way that if you're looking to have that open mind, more connected in its mm. experience, ketamine can provide that. And there are actually places and a lot of around the country, particularly in big cities, where you can get ketamine treatments in a more controlled environment in a medical setting. Yeah. So, and. Uh, if you're going to do a hallucinogen, LSD might be another alternative. Again, not a recommendation, but something to consider if you're considering this anyway. This is more likely that it's lab created. Again, there's a better understanding of what sort of concentration there is in there, your, the better ability to control. It's been more, more widely studied. Uh, low doses have been shown to have an effect. Uh, but again, it's the same thing. You don't know how you're going to react. It is a controlled substance. You're taking a risk. So... Uh, That's really funny and interesting to me because I think that a lot of times people talk about shrooms with like a sense of excitement because, you know, the idea of it being called a mushroom makes it feel like it's very natural and natural Mm -hmm. is safe. Obviously, we know that that's not that's like a false dichotomy, but still somewhere in the back of our brains, we feel more comfort about it. And when you said LSD, I was like, LSD, LSD is is crazy. And it's like, oh, people actually have studied that more. That's really interesting to me. Yeah, I, I Again, with all drugs, particularly illicit drugs, you have to trust the person that's selling it to you. You have to trust the person who made it. That's a huge thing to put a lot of yeah. trust in. Again, when you're dealing with like changing the chemist, possibly change permanently changing the chemistry of your brain, 
But again, it is more studied. It again is probably more controlled to the extent that you, you trust the people that you were getting the drug from. It sure. just really makes me want to like get a time machine because I I don't think that in our lifetime we're gonna have like a, a safe a, a more safe understanding of this. But it provided that the human being uh, exists in you know a thousand years, I bet they'll have it like in a drugstore and and know what's going on and be able to dose it and like that would be cool. I'm not as op, uh, pessimistic as you, but because again, they have had it at very credible universities. That's true. And it, this is moving through the FDA and the drug approval process to be used as an experimental uh, treatment. So it may happen in our lifetimes. But again, when you're doing like like for us, yeah, we're not going to be like Johns Hopkins. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to be eligible finding for those somebody studies. on the street being like, hey, right. yeah, right. To be eligible for those studies, those are people who have maybe one particular serious medical condition. And also they tend to screen out people who have any other medical conditions. And also they tend to screen out people who have vaginas, which is a whole other thing. A different, not so tiny terror. I have a large terror about the way that they don't (laughs) test drugs on vaginas. (laughs) Specifically. Directly. Like a suppository. Oh, God. (laughs) Just kidding. But like, that's a real problem. Agreed. It's tough to menstruate for so many reasons. <laughs> for it's many really reasons. <laughs> okay, everyone. Thanks for going on that trip with us. Oh. Hey. Sometimes you don't need drugs. You just need friendship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're working on bringing you more in-depth episodes and even more tiny terrors so if you have a terror big or small that you want us to cover let us know you can tweet us at tmiok podcast or email us at tmiok podcast at gmail.com that's the letters t-m-i-o-k and then podcast also if you want to support me and therefore the pod in creating awesome new episodes for your delight and joy and soothing you can join me on patreon at patreon.com slash whipple or you can just stay here and just keep listening and chilling with us keep going on this trip baby all right i love you take care of yourself don't do anything weird okay bye please won't someone tell me i'm okay <laughs> 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 okay, here we go. Take 20. Do you think that's going to convince my mom to do shrooms? 100%. 100%. She'll do it for you. No. She'll do it, and then she can come back to you and tell you if you can do it. <laughs> that is Thank the only you. reason my mom would do it, actually. You just you just dig, <laughs> dig deep into her psychology in a way that it's amazing how, how quickly you got that about her.